0: gather round for an epic show
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. My name is Adam, and I am the Dungeon Master, and the Stubborn Heroes we have today are Anthony, who plays Strata the Lorekeeper. Hello. And Parker, who plays Tyrannus. Hello. And it's only the two of you today, that's right, because the party has been split. There has been a schism within the (laughs) six... Literally split, you know, uh, uh, emotionally, but also split geographically as the two of you, Strata and Tyrannus, you were in the Astral Plane along with Bonnie and Ben. The party decided out of the two locations they were going to go either back to the Jade Wharf to fight and save the village and and to say, sorry, to save the city and to uh, take out Arlo Kilgrave. The two of you. And, by proxy, uh, Zoe Decided that that was a suicide mission You had no interest in going You abandoned your your team And you decided to go ahead to safety To Briarcliff Gardens And that is where we last saw the two of you You appeared in Briarcliff And what was going on there, guys? What did you see when you arrived in the city?
2: Well, it was a big... There's a festival going on, I believe, right?
1: Yes, yes, there's a huge, uh, (laughs) of the Great Harvest. So, uh, every year they normally run these festivals. The last few years, as you spoke with a few of the, uh, uh, uh,
3: uh, stable, stable merchant. Uh, no, no, stable. Mer- merchant. Yeah, uh, uh, yep. stable, <laughs> stable. What are you talking about? Not like a, a horse, horse stall. stall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this the city's run by horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the city's run by horses.
1: Uh, no, but uh, you did speak with somebody who's working at one of the bigger food, one of the bigger food stalls. And the abundance you see here is almost like a show to him. And a lot of people have a lot of disdain for Lady Serena, the young lady of House Briarcliff, due to the fact that she continues to still have these grand festivals and grand balls and expensive, using up a chunk of the resources that should rightfully go back to the people who are suffering in droves across the Riverbed Reach. This festival in particular is lively, there's loud music going on, the streets are full, hundreds and hundreds of people almost shoulder to shoulder and the two of you just sort of slipped on through you you learned that there was an inn in town, I fucking never wrote down what I called the inn uh, fuck we're gonna have to rename it fuck, I don't remember what I called the inn I don't feel like bringing up the audio so you guys, name what, what would the inn in Briarcliff Gardens be? The symbol being a, a thorny rose and the a bunch of The creeping vine. The creeping oh, vine. Is that what yeah. I called
3: it? It might
1: be. <laughs> I believe that is it. Ooh, See, that's what I would have called it. Because I always allude to... Th- okay. So uh, you were then directed to stay the night because you were looking for a place to rest rest your head. As a lot of time has passed, you guys woke up in the morning in Jade Wharf, then the chaos happened, and then in the astral plane, time sort of runs differently there. But you feel like you've lived an entire day now. You are exhausted, and you wanted to rest your head. He pointed you towards the Creeping Vine Inn. Zoe ran... Away from you, Tyrannus. Up the alleyway and was greeted by none other than Deckard Moonbreaker. Him and his fellow carnies. Carnies an okay thing to say. I don't think any carnies
3: are listening to this. So they're going to be offended.
1: <laughs> they might be offended. Okay, you're right. So, um, but, you're at a carnival. Cut, cut, you're cut. a carnie. Yeah. yeah, you're a carnie. Uh, and all of his carnies seem to have set up tents in this large alleyway behind the inn, as if they're too cool to stay in the inn itself. And uh, they sort of have their own little, uh, their own little side uh, camp going on. Um, you guys were greeted by him, uh, and that's where we last left off where he said that war is coming and we need Bonnie. So, a little bit of time has passed. A table has been set out, a long table in the middle of this uh, makeshift camp behind uh, the Creeping Vine Inn. Um, Some guards sort of walk by, but uh, the carnies don't seem to be bothering anybody. But the guards are keeping an eye on these uh, strange uh, individuals who have come into their towns or setting up an odd camp in the alleyway. And uh, a large table is set up. Tons of food is laid and strewn upon the table where uh, Deckard sits at the end. There's a a campfire next to you roasting some... uh, Fresh boar is cooking on the fire. The aroma is just delicious. They seem to be wanting to make their own food here. And tea is served at this table. A mishmash of all sorts of different members of the Festival of Monsters are there. You'd see the old uh, fortune teller sort of sipping at her tea. The the mask paint vendor from the Festival of Monsters is there. He sort of picks up his mask. You see a burnt face underneath and he starts uh, eating some of the food. And, uh, you two are served as well. Zoe sits down on, uh, on her butt and looks down and starts eating some fish that Deckard orders for her. So, what brings you boys to town?
3: Well, we are here for the festival, of course. Not the festival of monsters, but the, the feasts and the, the festivities, I have Briarcliff Gardens.
2: Yes, we have heard um, many great stories of this famed festival and, uh, well, it lives up to every single one.
1: Yes, well, I can't say I, I uh, expected to meet you again on these terms, Tyrannus, and I'm sorry if my, the last thing I said to you there was a bit ominous and cliffhanger, uh, sort of, uh, drawl, but uh, it is very important that we discuss uh, what is to come. You see, all the lights and music you hear right now in this town, I'm afraid it's, uh, it's all just a show. Hiding the true underbelly of the danger that is on the horizon. And Deckard just sort of sips at his tea. Again, Deckard sort of dressed as this, like, mad hatter sort of uh, figure. He has white white and gray eyes, long, uh, matted, stringy, white hair. He's very thin, but very, very tall and gaunt. He just sort of sips at
2: his broken teacup. Strata doesn't do anything, like, doesn't touch the food until Tyrannus does,
3: if at all. Thanks. <laughs> <coughs> poison <laughs> poison gas I mean if
1: you want to do some checks but like I I, I feel like if Deckard wanted to kill you he would have killed you by now
2: yeah I just want to do like an insight check maybe no you it's don't a... know
1: Deckard but no, Tyrannus yeah. does so it makes sense yeah you want to roll an insight go ahead yeah what, what sort are you looking for you're just inciting him to see if he's like being suspicious at all or anything
2: yeah cause I I, I can tell that Tyrannus is immediately a little bit uncomfortable so I just want to kind of Maybe get in on that a little bit.
3: Yeah, Tyrannus has always been suspicious of Deckard. (laughs) So he's just constantly in that mode.
1: Strata, what's your roll?
3: Uh, Six. You see uh, Deckard sort of sipping his tea.
1: And, uh, you know, Strata, you just sort of stretch, trying to nonchalantly just sort of size him up and look at him. Suddenly your eyes meet his, and he just stares at you. What
2: you looking at, boy? That... You'll have to excuse me. It is not often that one meets somebody staying beside an inn in their own camp. And one must uh, ask themselves, what is the reason that they do not mingle with the other folk? Mingle with the festival. (laughs) Well, what's your name, sir? Ah, excuse me. My name is Strata the Lorekeeper. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, albeit in this odd circumstance. Pleasure to meet you too, Strata. My name is Deckard, Deckard
1: Moonbreaker. I am uh, from Kalimvor, and technically the rightful heir of my house, but I abstained and gave that power to my sister Latonga. Yes, yes, and
3: he wrote a bunch of books about monsters. Listen, Deckard, you mentioned Bonnie. What does she have to do with this? Speak plainly. Decker
1: sort of stops. And he smiles. That's why I like you, Tyrannus. You cut straight to the chase. You don't care for all the monologuing. I do apologize. And Decker sort of turns around and he reaches into his pocket and takes out a scroll that he then tosses onto the table in front of you. The scroll is broken, there is a uh, seal on it And the seal is, uh, I guess you would know by now It's because you've lived in Stormtalon It's the seal of House Silverwood Hmm. It's a golden, broken seal with a falcon on it (laughs) That is why
3: I said what I did Moranis would reach out and you would reach out and grab the scroll And you sort of open up the scroll
1: And as you start to read, Deckard begins to uh, puts Deckard puts both of his feet up on the table And leans back in his chair And he starts reading the scroll aloud And is uh, changing his accent as he does When he's performing at the Festival of Monsters getting rid of his, uh, drawl and, uh, and, and sort of sounding more regal. My beloved subjects, war has come to our lands. The tentative treaty of peace between the Ten Kingdoms and the Shing Dynasty has ended due to the brutal assault of our beloved people and cities. Let it be known, with the heaviest of hearts, that the cities of Trade Port and the Sapphire Wharf, and the hamlets of those residing outside of them, have fallen in a blaze of fire and darkness. The culprits used advanced weapons of war we have never encountered before, powered by dark magic and gunpowder. Both known ammunition used by the decrepit and conniving Xing Dynasty, let me make this abundantly clear. The Exarch, Athene, Silent Dawn, and her most trusted advisors have found irrefutable evidence which implicates Xing and its emperor as the lead conspirators and fully responsible for these brazen attacks on our shore. As your king, I solemnly vow to gather our forces and bring justice to the countless lives lost. And I will not stop. Until those involved in these atrocities are brought before my throne for punishment, for my word is law in the Tempest's name. It is this reason I am happy to announce that as of this week, the Royal Umbrin Army has been fully dissolved, and officially, all Ten Kingdoms militia have been absorbed into the Tempest Watch and will serve as a united stormglave army in the war to come with Shing. As we prepare for further assaults in our war, conscription for all able-bodied individuals may be required. More on that soon enough. May the tempest guide your path. King Henrik III, Protector of Umbra. And all the, uh, all the cardies there at the table are like thank you, thank you
2: (laughs) a very strange thing to clap for as I look around at everyone this is not good at all
1: no, no Strata it seems that you are the one with the brains at the table this is not good war has come to our land I was there in the last war with Shing. Its people are just like us. They don't want to fight, but if they do, the lives lost will be beyond anything we've seen before. You wanna know why I sit outside of an inn Strata, you want to know why I run a festival of monsters? Because I've lived that life, being a lord of Umbra. I know the responsibility of sending your own man out to die, and I gave it up. I gave it up, and I never want it back. Now, what we need to do is to stop this war at all costs. Yeah, this scroll that you're holding, word for word, uh, Tyrannus says exactly everything that Deckard just said. And it is, you see, signed, it is signed and sealed by King Henrik.
3: Um, Tyrannus is going to cast Message and just kind of under the table point his finger at Strata so only Strata can hear um what he's saying and Trans would say Strata the the weapons described in that scroll they sound similar to the weapons we encountered back in the Jade Wharf don't they? It
2: could very I'm, well the, the uh the vials of corrupted water.
1: You cast message, right? So he's able to reply without speaking aloud,
2: right? Yes. I just want to make sure. I, I do okay. think
1: message it, it, has
3: a verbal component.
1: Though. It does. You I, know, it, You know, I'm, I'm like 99% sure it does. I just want to make sure. I, I don't... I hate being called out for shit.
3: I can whisper a message. Uh, the target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. Perfect. Mm.
1: Okay. Good. That's why I left that light. Boy, just when I thought I was out seems to be pulling me back in
2: how does Bonnie fit in with all of this well I do
1: believe word was sent out to little whisper that she was to come to Briarcliff Gardens as my sister LaTanya has recently arrived here, along with all the other lords and ladies of Umbra. This grand celebration, you see, is all a show. She's been running these nightly to impress the other lords and ladies, this Lady Serena of Briarcliff. But this food, the resources put into this sort of thing, her grand ball in a few nights time, all of that will be needed in the war to come. If conscription is on the table, to answer your question, it means the Grey Knights and other members of House Moonbreaker will be required to go to war. And that will include our little friend. I want to give the kid a chance to know that ahead of time, so she can get the hell out of there before they send her off to a war that
2: we may not win. I have grown fond of the little one in these short times that I have known her. So you have known her.
1: Suddenly interrupting the conversation as he sort of looks at you is a young gentleman and he just sort of has a, a scar across the top of his forehead to the back of his head. And he comes up with a bottle of wine and he places the wine in front of you, strata Fresh from Bloodsong Valley, they say it's the elixir of the gods. And he pats you on the shoulder and then he walks away. Is this...
2: <gasps> I must taste, please. A glass...
1: Deckard nods and a glass is put in front of you. For myself. Deckard moves his gaze to um, Tyrannus. Curious that the king now sats the Tempest as his main deity. How Silverwind has always followed both Helm and the Raven Queen from as long as history has existed. How on earth did your Exarch manage that one, Tarana?
3: She is not my Exarch.
1: Are you not a member of the Tempest Watch? I see
3: you've taken off your guards.
1: Perhaps you've abandoned your path.
3: I follow the true path of the Tempest. I don't worship these false idols that have taken the minds of this of the empire well war is coming
1: and this blood moon isn't making things any easier the longest one in our history it should have ended yesterday and here it is still high in the sky Along with that, we have troubles in this city. As Broadcliff Gardens is hosting the lords and ladies from across Umbra for this grand ball. One to celebrate Lady Serena's fifth year of leadership over the Reach. In truth, the lords and ladies will be here to discuss the king and his decision to go to war. ...without consulting them. Because it seems that the Exarch... ...Lady Athenys Silent Dawn... ...is the only one he listens to now. But they will bend the knee... ...as they always do. And they will ready... ...their armies for conscription... ...into the Tempest Watch... Every soldier, even now in this city, and he sort of gestures over to some of the guards who are peering at you. Their green garbs will disappear, replaced with chains and metal. The only law will be the exarchs. I find that troubling.
3: For once, you and I agree.
1: Good. You know, I think you and I always got off on the wrong foot because I did not know where you sat with your loyalty to this religion of yours and its leader. I think that perhaps you and I should try to bury the hatchet. He raises a glass.
2: Look at Tyrannis. The wine's pretty good.
3: Have you tasted the wine? Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Strat- at that, at that oh, point, Strider yeah. drank it. Okay. He, <laughs> you he, want he, he caved so quickly <laughs> to that. To I, yeah. Put
2: a nice bottle of wine in front of him. Yeah, he caved. It tastes delicious.
3: <sighs> um, Tyrannis will pick up a glass of wine. And just kind of bring it to his nose and see if he smells anything unseemly.
1: Sure, roll a uh, roll a nature check. I guess. I mean, I think that that's the close, or worse, no nature. Nature would be it. <laughs> that's a seven. You sense nothing unseemly. It just smells like wine. You're not exactly the
3: drinking uh, type, but. Mm-hmm. Tranis will hold out his glass to cheers Deckard. Ding! Will you, Strata? Oh, yeah. Yeah, if there's a a cheers going
2: on,
1: Strata with the big (laughs) grin, he'll. uh... Yeah, to bury in the hatchet. Ding! And you taste the delicious wine. This is Bloodsong Valley's finest.
3: Tyrannus kind of recoils because he he really doesn't drink but (laughs) this doesn't mean that we're I don't know the best of friends or anything like that I I still have my my hesitance Deckard but for now we seem to agree on this point at the very least
1: I do not blame you for that I don't always trust myself either. But trust me when I say that I'm not your enemy. I care for the downtrodden. I care for the people. And I care nothing for political machinations and the backstabbing that comes with politics. You guys would hear cheers in the crowd going wild as just up the alleyway seems to be approaching a a large caravan with uh, horses that are covered in armor, guards surrounding it. And people are screaming, Lady Serena, Lady Serena! As Lady Serena makes her way up the street and seems to have stopped to greet the crowds. of the devil the young lady over there is Lady Serena and you would see uh, this copper skinned feminine figure with jewelry adorning the entire top of her head, gold bands with jewels embedded even into her skin and her long green dress around her form she wears rings many rings upon her finger she's more dolled up than you are strata
2: yeah he's that's Um, his eyes been caught for sure
1: yeah i'm gonna say from this angle you can sort of see it in the crowd and um she's just sort of standing there she's putting her hand out and smiling as she's rubbing the hands of the people who are reaching up to her guards are around her sort of pushing some people back who get a bit too close um There's food being offered up to her. She takes uh, an apple and smiles and takes a bite and thanks the people. You can't really hear what's going on. You're sort of seeing it. From behind her is another figure, a feminine figure. This is an older woman, but she is very tall, military garb. This almost like sea admiral coat with dark green and red Attire medals upon her her chest. She wears a regal red blouse underneath, military boots and garbs. Her white and graying hair tied up in a uh, a, a bun behind her head, and she has red eyes. And she's just sort of sitting uh, behind Lady Serena.
2: Straddle kind of shake himself off of his. Uh, um... He's very obviously staring at uh, Lady Serena, and he kind of shakes himself out of it. he says, uh, "Um, who is who is that lady right there? I have not." Well, Decker sort of leans back in his chair, and he looks.
1: That is Lady Ashbury of Bloat Song Valley. It's thanks to her and her kingdom that we're drinking this fine wine right now
2: Well, thanks to her
1: well see Lady Serena the young Lady Serena there her entire family was killed when they were poisoned five years ago while on a diplomatic visit to Bloodsong Valley poisoned at dinner by an unknown enemy even to this day Serena was the only one who lived, but just barely, from what I hear. Since then, Lady Ashbury in Bloodsong Valley has not left the young lady alone. And Lady Ashbury took it upon herself to be an advisor to Serena. Word is, she, Lady Ashbury, blames herself for the Briarcliff family's death, since it happened in her kingdom. Since then, the assassination attempts have not stopped. I'm afraid there is even three last week alone. Someone wants the young lady dead. I can think of a few folks who would want her dead, but
2: in the end, she is just a young woman. Kind of, uh, looks at Tyrannus. Looks back at Deckard and he says, uh, Decker, you talk of these these political goings on, and I, like you, do not have much of a stomach for it. But you make these large generalizing, large, large sweeping claims, and yet here we are in the camp, sitting around drinking wine. What are we to do about it? We must stop a war, there are assassinations. This is a window into a world I know nothing about.
1: You speak truth, Strata the Lower Keeper. You speak truth, Strata, because I don't think you called yourself Lower Keeper. You see, when I got that notice from the king, and I read it, it sparked something in me. Something I haven't felt in a long time. Call it... Instinct. Call it... Guilt. I don't want to see this world burn. And war... War doesn't care about the collateral damage it causes. So consider this... The beginning of something—no uh, rebellion, if you would. If we are to stop the Exarch and the King from following through with this foolish attack. We're going to need allies. And I do believe. That. If we could find a way to get. You and your boys and Bonnie. And I believe Bonnie is the key to do so. To this grand ball. Perhaps you could speak to the lords and ladies of Umbra. And convince them that on the war is foolish to stop the king from making a mistake
3: why would they listen to a group of mercenaries
1: you are not no regular group of mercenaries (laughs) you're the six certainly You've heard your defeat of Salazar Black. Word has spread across the realm of your deeds in Angleport. Lord Goldcrest himself, that son of a bitch, has never said a good word about anybody in his life. Says he would lay down his life for you, boys. You saved his daughter. Bed. You have more sway and power right now at the end of your f- current victories than you may ever have again. If there's one thing these lords and ladies love, it's a celebrity. And just like when you saved the festival of monsters, Tyrannus, and I told you to shut your mouth, raise your hand, and let me introduce you as the sixth. I was planting a seed, a seed that has grown. Now it's time to harvest. Do you get what I'm saying?
2: Strata grins and just kind of half under his breath, he says, Celebrity. <laughs> now,
1: my sister, who I do not see eye to eye with, Lady LaTanya has summoned Bonnie to this grand ball. So where is Bonnie? Bonnie will bring you into the fold. You go to the ball. You mingle with these lords and ladies. And you help lay the foundation that will stop a war that
3: will kill thousands. well this is a lot to process and that
1: young man approaches the table again and he lays down a uh, a wine bottle in front of strata and those are fresh from blood song they say it is the elixir of the gods and he pats you on the shoulder
2: is the other wine bottle empty uh, no. Detect magic. Okay. Cast it as an action. Um, you
1: detect this gentleman is full of magic. Illusion. Transmutation. Transmutation. Transmutation.
2: That was. Done. Um, I had to look. I look. had to look up what school it was. I'm gonna. Uh, if if the if he claps me on the back and trying to ghost to walk away. Yeah. I'm just gonna try to uh first grab him with my voice like hey uh, come back wait uh what is your name and he stops and he turns around you just see his eye
1: twitch and then he goes fresh from blood Song. they say it's the elixir of the gods
3: stop right there who are you this this Trent. man is is, is untrustworthy Tyrannus looks to Deckard to see his reaction to all of this. Deckard looks up, and you see as Deckard reaches down,
1: he grabs the hilt of his sword. And you see he is staring at this gentleman and holding his sword. And then he sort of eyes over to you, Tyrannus. And then then nods to you.
3: Tyrannus just holds out his hand... As though he were grasping his glaive, yeah. he does not summon it yet, though. Uh huh. He's just kind of readies, quote unquote, readies an action to summon his glaive. The crowds
1: are cheering for Lady Serena over there, and you'd see that this gentleman, uh, who's in front of you, uh, Strata, his eyes dart over to Lady Serena
2: person. Wait. Do I have that? Did I Did I switch it out? Oh no! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <I> yeah. Who's laughing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Just, uh, Adam. Adam's laughing. Banishment. <laughs> uh, Banishment. Banishment. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Yep. That's an interesting way to go. Uh, that uh, charisma saving throw. Oh, uh,
1: as soon as I roll this, uh, you're gonna know I've... what it, uh, it's, it's just. Uh, it's plus zero, so I'll
2: just roll deep one
3: We cast banish banishment before. Yeah. No, oh, have you? Can Can you just read a little bit of the spell? So. Uh, yeah. So Strata, read read uh, the spell.
2: Uh, you attempt to send one creature that you can see within range to another plane of existence. The target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. If the target is uh, native to the plane of existence you're on, you banish it to a harmless demi-plane. While there, it's incapacitated. It remains there until the spell ends, at which point it reappears in the space it left or nearest unoccupied space. Um, If it's native to a different plane of existence, it goes back to that one with a faint popping noise. Um, If the spell ends before one minute has passed, it reappears in the space it left or in the nearest unoccupied space. Uh, If that space... Oh, if the space is occupied, the target doesn't return. Wait, hold on.
0: If the well, spell, um,
2: it's an interesting little nugget there. Hold on,
1: no, you didn't. It's fine. I, I know what banishment does, but oh, uh, yeah. I I passed the charisma save. I had a plus oh, zero. Shit. With a sixteen, so Strata, you you sort of raise your hand. Your crystals sort of shimmer, and then uh, suddenly your arm is grasped. This this man, this uh, young man. And when he grabs you, you feel strength, like powerful, powerful strength. As suddenly his skin dissolves and he becomes this slurry of vines in a humanoid form with a gaping, screeching maw for a mouth. God. (laughs) And he's just going to slam you. Uh,
2: 12 to AC. Uh, miss
1: uh no hit excuse me <laughs> yeah, hit. the poddling attempts to slam you
2: <laughs> no it hits
1: oh it hits 12. Yeah, 12. 12 hits
2: yeah i don't have i don't have high dex uh, i don't have high Damn. ac yeah
1: you're not wearing armor at all
2: uh oh i am i'm wearing leather armor but i have a uh, dex of 0
1: Oof.
2: i do however i cannot um, believe a 12 hits you take bludgeoning 6 damage.
1: bludgeoning damage
2: you just freeze for a Sorry.
1: So, Strata, you take six bludgeoning damage. You're hit in the chest.
2: Reduced to three because I have resistance to bludgeoning damage.
1: Okay. And this green uh, plant-like monstrosity humanoid figure, and its its body seems to shift back into that man after it attacks you. And then it just says, "The Elixir of the Gods." And... Tyrannus, do you do
3: anything? Uh, Tyrannus summons his glaive.
1: Okay, that's fine. Um, You're not going to attack him or anything? Okay, this guy's going to start booking it.
3: He's going to start booking it towards Lady Serena. I was going to say, as soon as he starts running away, Tyrannus would cast Lightning Lure.
1: Okay, suddenly he jumps up on the table and begins running up the table. Tyrannus, you cast Lightning Lure.
3: So I would, like, toss out... A, a lash of lightning.
1: Yeah, around and, his ankle. Yeah, DC 17, 17 what? 17 what?
3: Uh, strength save.
1: 20. Oh my god, this podling's good. He, <laughs> Your lightning lord. That's it? Like, you don't do any damage, right? No. no damage. Okay, he's able to, he, he, he jumps up on the table, you go, try to uh, grab his ankle with the lightning. It wraps around his ankle, but he pulls through it. And it unlashes. You sort of fall back a bit. And then he leaps over Deckard, who then takes out his sword and just slices him in half. And he falls in two on the ground, just sort of twitching before uh, melting into a slurry of of just uh, acidic, poisonous goo. <sighs> Decker turns back.
3: What the hell was that?
1: He turns around and looks down. Boys, we got a problem. This is a podling.
2: He dips his finger into the goo. Stretta kind of as soon as it dies, he's going to try to He's going to try to see if it's, like, a similar kind of aberration, uh, similar to what we destroyed in in the Jade Wharf. Roll an
1: Arcana check. 26. No. Oh. This is a venomous plant of some kind. And as you're thinking that and looking around and sort of detecting the magic, that's when Deckard sticks his finger into the goo and then tastes a little bit of it. And he spits. As you see steam coming off of his teeth. We got a problem. This is a pot. This is a podling from a body taker plant.
2: But, Tyrannus, this Jesus. is different from what we, this, uh, from what we faced in the cave the
3: But wait. Tyrannus, like, kind of puts his hand to his temple. I've... We've heard about this before. Or I have. I... We were told that there were creatures emerging from the gardens. This was months ago. Uh, Perhaps it was... I think it was Lord Goldcrest who who spoke of it. There were were creatures emerging from below the gardens. Lord,
1: Lord Goldcrest did send out that notice months ago at Lady Serena's request to him for aid. He sent many of his men to death to weed out those poisonous plants since you boys didn't end up coming. Did you see what it did? It went straight for Lady Serena.
2: Yes, it seems these plants are not simply plants. They have some kind of motivation, a political motivation.
3: Someone... Must be controlling them. I remember Goldcrest saying that there were caverns below the gardens. I believe he said they, they could even stretch out as long as the isles, that they've been there hundreds of years.
1: I have heard of such caverns, and I know one of them reaches up to the Winter Crown Mountains. Either way, whatever its origin this thing wanted Lady Serena dead, and if it's a podlin it means the body taker plant must be close by body taker plants capture unsuspecting victims in their minds they gobble them up and spit them out copies called podlins like this one here that poor server boy long dead and this thing took its place luckily you saw through the guys Strata. but there's gonna be more around
2: anyone here could be a podlin do I have my detect magic up still did you ritual cast it? No, I just I just uh I cast it. I used a spell slot. Bird spell slot. Isn't this for an hour? I think it's ten hmm. minutes. Up to oh, ten minutes. I'd say it's still up, yeah. Um Yeah, my eyes dart around to see if there's any other people giving me a Not in same. your
1: immediate area, no. You see an old woman and a and her young daughter to the side there, but like without walking into the crowd you wouldn't hundred percent know.
2: <sighs> I do not see any more right here.
1: These podlins make near perfect mimics of the creatures they replace. But there are ways to tell. Twitches and odd phrases, repeating phrases. They mimic human form.
3: (sighs) Well, I think we need to deal with this new threat before we attend the ball.
2: Or I do, there, too. There will be no ball. Deckard sort of looks around.
1: <sighs> Lady Serena is surrounded. It's the perfect moment to strike. Come on. We gotta f- try to find these motherfuckers. <laughs> That's not what he says.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, fuck it. That's what he says. We gotta find these motherfuckers. Let's go.
2: Yeah, Strider gets up, Yeah. finishes the wine. You can't let that go to waste, and then he uh follows
0: after.
3: Yeah, uh, Tyrannus would have Zoe right by his side. Zoe, keep your nose out. Let me know if you smell anything suspicious.
1: You walk out into the large crowd again. Just ahead of you, now, like twenty feet away, Lady Serena on her huge um, caravan. Lady Ashbury just sitting behind her. People are. She's just sort of talking to the people. Thank you, thank y'all you for joining us today. What an amazing display of culture, and festivities that properly represent all corners of the Reach. I want to thank you all for your patronage today. Your sacrifices, your love, and your delicious strawberries, madam, are all the bedrock of what makes the Reach so great. And the greatest kingdom in all of Umbra. She's sort of giving this speech to the crowd.
2: Yay! All right, guys, where do you go? Strata is still in the alleyway. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at my spells here. Um, So I'm going to... Uh, as we leave, I'm going to spend a second-level spell slot and can- cast Enhance Ability Owl's Wisdom on Tyrannus. Um, So he's going to have a better chance at picking these things
1: out, hopefully. Yeah, you, you can do... so. I see who here is a potling and who here isn't. But you guys, unfortunately, do not see. So, I'm going to allow you to pick who you investigate in the media area. Tyrannus, you can roll an insight check on the specific person. DC is 20. Uh, Strata, you can choose... There's a lot of different people, so the magic would be muddied. You definitely detect that there's transmutation magic within the area. Immediately near Lady Briarcliff.
2: Okay, I lose my detect magic when I cast. Uh,
1: oh, okay. So you don't ability. actually have the detect magic. Okay.
2: No. Concentration.
1: Yeah, you see Deckard uh, sort of walking around. He's got his uh, sword seethed in his. In his uh, he's got his sword sheathed and you see, he just takes on this almost like different approach where he just like smiles a bit, starts walking around as if he's enjoying the festivities. But when you look in his eyes, you'd see he's peering at different people and he sort of walks to the back end over here.
2: Okay. I'll kind of tap, uh, Uranus on the shoulder and, uh, my crystals flash a little bit. And, um, kind of like a crystalline sort of owl head kind of goes over top of yours and then it disappears, um, like a mask, almost like a helmet. And, um, and then I say, uh, keep your eye out. And, uh, I'll just kind of slip into the crowd and start talking to people. Hello. Well, wonderful time you're having. Yes. Where are you from? My name is Strata. Yeah, yada, yada.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're just sort of mingling and having fun. Okay, it's going to be an insight check. So each, you guys just sort of mingle. Uh, yeah. So that's what Stratus sort of doing. That's what he's saying. What are you doing, Tyrannus? I'm guessing you're not as friendly.
2: I'm <laughs> gonna take a picture enough. of the map
1: though right now, so you guys can see afterwards yeah. that I'm not kidding uh, <laughs> on who. You can literally see because I see the GM layer. I know in this crowd who's a podling and who isn't. I like that. This is uh invasion of the body snatchers.
3: Um, would uh, kind of as he exits the alleyway, he would just kind of go to the first person he sees um and I guess it would be this person in front of the, this woman in front of the inn uh, the creeping vine inn and he would just kind of like slowly walk past them and like um like very shifty eyes, maybe even like try and pick up on a scent or something observe their behavior
1: roll an insight
3: check and
1: uh, as you do you see she's actually a fish merchant and she's just like I two copper two copper for the trout fifteen copper for the
2: salmon that's advantage on that insight check because of Al's wisdom
3: yes but I also had disadvantage (laughs) on all wisdom checks because of my paranoia just check is the lower number always lower number is always first I think that's just yeah. it's not it's
2: by chance yeah
3: Okay, it So nine.
1: Nine. Um, yeah. Tyrannus, you sort of give her shifty eyes and you, you you don't really notice, and you almost bump into the woman that she's serving. This black haired, uh, feminine woman, and she's just like, Oh, my
3: apologies. Uh, uh, uh par- pardon me. Um, uh, lovely festival, isn't it?
1: She. Looks at you and sort of blushes. Yes, I I come here every year.
3: Yes, me as well. It's I've never met someone like you before. Oh, you you mean someone so tall? <laughs> yes. You are very tall. I've always been this tall. <laughs>
2: good good just you're
1: not very good at this are you flirting
3: oh I um Zoe Zoe we, we need to go I, I apologize I apologize my my owl there here needs uh, some sustenance we, we need to be going and he pushes through into <laughs> the crowd again
1: of course I come here every year
3: <laughs> Tyrannus pauses um
2: Okay, what's Strata doing? Um, Strata will kind of, he'll maybe kind of go up to some glower-looking guards. He'll he'll grab a drink from a stand and uh, go up to some, like, straight-faced guards, and he'll just be like... Uh, right here, you mean? Down here? Um, These two guards? Oh, uh, yeah, not not ones near the lady. He doesn't want to kind of intimidate them. But he'll, yeah, he'll go to the ones down there. And I just
1: assumed there's a stand here. Everything you're describing, a stand here, two guards. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, perfect. And uh, he'll he'll go up to them and um, just kind of maybe sloshing it a little bit, uh, kind of playing it up, and uh, he'll be like, "Gentlemen, gentlemen, smiles. Come on, it's once a year. There's lots to be happy about. Please, I, I will get you a snack. You look hungry." Eh? Huh? They
1: they look at each other holding their large spears and look back at you. They say nothing.
2: Come now, what is your name? You.
1: They say nothing.
2: What's his name? I look at the other one. He says nothing. Okay, okay, playing hard to get, eh? Fine, fine. I, uh... Huh. don't usually get no response at all. I'm playing a show later at the tavern. You should come see it.
1: They look at each other. They look back at you. And they hold their spears. And they say nothing.
2: Can I uh, can I tell if they're getting annoyed with me or if they're um, uh, roll an insight check? Trying to get any kind of reaction. <laughs> Another six. You literally cannot tell. Ah! I I'll wander back off into
1: the crowd. Okay,
3: Tyrannis, where are you looking? Well, Tyrannis was t- trying to make a very boring small talk in order to see if they would repeat anything Um, and just as he was walking away thinking okay she was trying to flirt with him so clearly that's not a bottling she repeated the phrase again so he paused as he's walking away and just turns and says to her "Uh, it's a lovely festival isn't it
1: yes I come here every year Yes, me as well. Oh. I
3: remember what I said.
0: I've never
1: Uh, met anyone like you before.
3: You mean someone so tall?
1: (laughs) Yes, you are very tall.
3: I've always been this tall. (laughs) You're not very good at this, are you? Neither are you and Tyrannus is going to uh, he's gonna cast I don't want to make a big scene he's gonna cast um, he's gonna cast Thunderbolt or Guiding Bolt Um, but like right against her like right he's like staying right beside her now and he's going to cast guiding bolt um oh like right into her stomach
1: <laughs> imagine you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> um she's the okay. worst person you cast, <laughs> you cast it uh <laughs> uh is that roll to hit or do i i roll
3: i forget um
2: so i think it's a hit okay. for tarinas
1: oh
3: yeah, Make A ranged
1: a range spell attack, yeah.
3: Yeah, I rolled a, Go a ahead. 9. You rolled a 9? I rolled a 9.
1: You guys suck today.
3: I know. That's really bad. Everything's below a 10.
1: So instead, your guiding bolts, uh, you sort of launch it. It makes a loud lightning. Pssh! The fish vendor, she sort of ah! she r- runs back. Lightning just goes right past this woman. She's like, she doesn't seem to react much. She just looks right past her. And right to the ground behind a cardinal of the summer child um, who's there. And he just sort of, my goodness, there. He's wearing the large red robes. You've met a few cardinals in the past. Um, These are uh, religious zealots dedicated to the blood moon. And uh, he just sort of and he was having a a very uh, uh, intricate discussion with a gentleman beside him. And the cardinal just sort of uh, turns around. My goodness, where did that come from? And he immediately looks at you, Tyrannus. You! You're casting magic in a crowd like this? How irresponsible!
3: No, it was it was this uh, woman. Uh, she, she did it. She just sort of looks there and then looks
1: over and then looks at you. This young woman here. You honestly have me to believe that she would do such a thing?
3: Tyrannus shoves the woman into the cardinal.
1: Uh, okay.
3: Yep. See if she would transform or something. <laughs> he's trying anything.
1: She just falls into him. The cardinal catches her. Oh! oh, oh. And he's like, oh, no, I've, I've abstained from such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of pushes her off. And she just sort of leans forward like this with her head down. And then she just sort of looks up at you, Tyrannus and peering at you with dark eyes meaning like her eyes aren't dark but she just looks really angry at you suddenly you'd see as her skin starts to fall away and flicker off her green form just like the viney acidic jagged pointy form of the other humanoid uh, gentleman that you saw until it just gets to her head and she goes I come here every year (laughs) you're very tall (laughs) Uh, as the woman disappears the cardinal is frightened of this and slowly starts to back away and we are going to roll for initiative I'm afraid
2: do I? <laughs>
1: because okay. you already tried something and you failed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, Strata, you're you're out in the crowd again. You're like here, I assume. Well, you didn't move, so you're yeah, I'm I'm there. just kind
2: of uh, yeah. I basically just kind of turned around and started starting walking that way, but I uh, haven't gotten initiative. Very wow. Far. All right, just get my counter here. Uh,
1: should I roll for Zoe as well? I she can go after your turn. I think that's what we decided on. Okay. Just like with Felpaw and Belgrath
3: mind you, Felpaw's dead now, but Okay, Tyrannus. I rolled a four in keeping with the trend here. Okay. Um Strata?
1: Seven, you guys <laughs> suck today. Uh Deckard is going to roll a fourteen. I had Elotrice here, but Elotrice isn't with Deckard, so... Uh, and then the I'm going to auto-roll. You're going to see guards on here. It's the four guards uh, surrounding Lady Serena. But unless they're alerted to any sort of danger, they're not going to be fighting. Okay. So the Podlings rolled 13. And the Body Taker Plant rolled 8, wherever it is. You guys don't know. Um... So starting with the guards, or sorry, player character, it's, uh, so starting with Deckard. Deckard is unaware of anything that's going on right now. He's going to skip his turn. He's just mingling, trying to figure out who the, who this person is. Uh, next is the Hodling. Hodling is then going to strike at you, Tyrannus. Mm -hmm. The slam attack, seven to hit. Does not hit. Who would have knew? Um... Next, the cardinal of the summer child would be like, In the mother of monsters' name! No! No! And he backs away to that gentleman he was uh, facing earlier, who then transforms into a podling right behind him and just tears
3: the, the, the cardinal apart. <laughs> got harassed. (laughs) Uh, harassing that guy. There's
1: screams now from the crowd as, Strata. you hear screams from the other end where, in the direction where Tyrannus went. But before you can, uh, do anything about that, you'd hear behind you as both of these guards transform into podlings.
3: You had had a whole conversation with them. Why didn't you... They I said nothing. not a wise yeah, yeah, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Not a wise
3: And
1: both of, the, uh, both of the guards you were just having a conversation with transform into podlings, and they both run up to attack you. Yeah. Oh, what's going on with this one? I can't move this one. not letting me on move the this wrong layer. layer. Uh, he must be on the map layer. I, yeah, I put him
3: in the map layer. How fucking stupid is that? There he we go. He's a permanent feature of this city now.
1: Yeah. He <laughs> uh, come up behind you. So two slam attacks... I'm gonna say, um, you know, I did sell that for flavor. I assume your back was to them. I'm gonna give them advantage when they attack you. <laughs> Natural 20 for the first one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna say, well, that sucks. 8 bludgeoning damage. Half to 4, because of my hard. Next one it's 19, Daisy. Hits. Uh, 3 bludgeoning damage. Half to 1. The guards and Deckard now drawing their blades, their spears, they're looking around at the chaos as you would all hear a crashing from the ground as emerging is a huge plant, the body taker plant. It looks almost like a Venus flytrap weaves of tendrils of vines coming out with thorns all over them. A gaping maw in its mouth that just pulsates with tons of razor sharp teeth.
2: Hello Chance.
1: And now it's its turn. So it makes three vine attacks. It's gonna attack this gentleman here first, which is thirteen, which grabs him and adds slashing damage you'd see as this gentleman is Im- right in front of it is grabbed sucked into its mouth immediately dies and is spit out as a podling it makes three vine attacks it's going to attack this woman here too same thing grabs this woman drags her into its mouth spits her out as a podling it's then going to shift itself up here and attack one of the guards uh, definitely hit the guard the guard has more health that's its initial thing that it does. This guard, it, it misses. The guard raises his spear and strikes at the vine and just holds it. Seems to be holding back the, uh, the the giant monster that seems to be headed straight for Lady Serena. Okay, it's the end of its turn. Strata, it's your turn.
2: Okay, Phil. Strata's going to use um, his elemental gift. Um, he's going to give himself a uh, flying speed for 10 minutes. So he is going to uh, kind of go up ten feet in the air, and then twenty feet. He's going to kind of maybe hang out around
1: here. I think they get attack of opportunity. Oh sure, Uh, yeah, hits hits. it. Nineteen DC three, nineteen DC three, or five. Sorry, so you take one damage, uh, and then two damage. So three damage total.
2: And then he's going to move over there, and that was his action. So um he's going to use this bonus action for Bardic Inspiration, and he's going to say, uh, uh Tyrannus,
3: you know what the plan is. <laughs> Tyrannus really wishes he knew what the plan was. <laughs> Hit them! <laughs> oh, really?
1: So you got Bardic Inspiration, Tyrannus. Is that the end of your turn, Strata?
3: Yes, that is the end of my turn.
1: Okay, Tyrannus!
3: just remind me with bardic inspirations. I can roll a, a d4 oh a d6
2: um d6 or uh oops sorry, uh, phew, phew, phew. attack rolls or saving throws. okay and you must decide to use it before the dm says it if it hits or not
3: okay alright uh tyrannis is going to cast storm sphere at 5th level uh Let's see, twenty foot radius. Twenty foot radius. Oh, geez, this is large. Um, like that.
1: Okay, so you're gonna hit Lady Serena?
3: No, no. I, I just drawing it. It's gonna be like up here. Oh, okay. I'm just try and make it hit as few civilians as possible. Yeah, you
1: can position it where it doesn't hit this guard. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't hit the caravan. Okay, so this is a, a storm sphere. You're casting it fifth level. Yes. Um so what what does it entail? What does it look like?
3: So Trans kinda of holds out his glaive and then just above where the uh the body taker plant is positioned, just like in the air above its head, this like crackling orb of like lightning and wind starts churning and growing and growing and growing. Um and it starts to, like, lash out at everyone in the area. Um, they all have to make strength-saving throws, anyone in the area.
1: Okay. Body taker plant first. Seven. That's a fail. Okay, podlings. Nine. One, two, three of them. One, two, three. One, one last rolled. a yeah, nat 30. 20, a 19, and a 13.
3: The 13 fails. Okay. So, uh, they... The ones that failed, the Body Taker and the last one, they will take seven bludgeoning damage. The sphere, I'm gonna use a bonus action to make a bolt of lightning leap from the center of the sphere at the body taker plant. And it's a 14 to hit plus the four Bardic Inspiration, so 18 to hit.
2: That hits. You should have advantage on that if you have the creature's within the sphere.
3: Right. Okay, so I'll, I'll cast it again. So 16. <laughs> so it, it ends up being a 20 to hit. Yep. Okay, that hits. And it takes 16 lightning damage.
1: Okay. The storm of swirling lightning explodes there, and uh, now Lady Serena and Lady Ashberry, who at first were sort of recoiling at the attack of this giant plant, are awestruck at this giant storm of lightning that seems to be almost like a protective wall surrounding them. And uh, is that the end of your turn?
3: Uh, yes, and everything within the sphere is difficult terrain.
1: Lady Serena looks over at you, Tyrannus, as you're casting this. and She just sort of gives you an eye. Now it's Zoe's turn, go ahead.
3: Zoe is going to attack the podling right in front of me. Uh, Zoe has multi-attack, so she's going to do one beak and one claw attack. So 17, Seventeen hits, yeah. That's eight piercing damage. Yeah. And then twelve. That hits. Twenty-one. Jesus Christ! How eight. does Zoe that's kill the crits. podling? How does two Zoe crit. kill
1: this fucking oh, podling?
3: Uh, those are the claws. So Zoe like bites at the podling and like rips a bit of its like. Vine flesh off, and then just like stands up on her back legs, and then just like swings with both claws and just rips it apart with like the force of her body weight. Wow, This completely decimates this podling.
1: It just becomes an acidic pile of goo on the ground. At a girl, Zoe. And as soon as as soon as she does that, like some of the uh, the gooey mess of the podling sort of sprays onto this woman next to Zoe. Who is selling the fish she looks over at you and she just puts her hand on her shoulder
3: she's like who's gonna pay for that then eh <laughs> no no attention granted to that <laughs> that's the end of Zoe and my turn alright uh, next is the guards
1: ah, the guards are gonna run forward and all of them are just gonna use their spears to try to strike and defend their lady. They're all attacking the body taker plant. One, two, three, four. 19 to AC, which hits, 11 to AC misses, six to AC misses, 13 to AC misses. So that's uh, seven piercing damage. The plant is struck once. The other attacks, the plant is just waving its vines around and and, uh, parrying the, the spears. How long does this circle last? it's concentration as long as Oh, wow. Okay, that's the end of their turn. Deckard Moonbreaker's turn. He turns, he sees those two guards transform and then attack you, Strata. He just jumps into action and he's gonna he's gonna attack these two uh, podlings down here. He's going to first use his Crimson right as a bonus action to imbue his weapon to strike uh, 1d8 extra damage. I take this damage first he takes a full 8 damage as he cuts himself on his blade and his blade transforms into a dark black seeping liquid of necrotic damage uh, which is amplified in his strike using his Vorpal Longsword
3: Jesus oh oh my god I'd love to see this stat block (laughs) he strikes
1: weapon in a roll of a 20 on the attack which I did not roll a 20 so yeah I don't decapitate it automatically yep and so it's that is a too, that's a d8 too at the high level that's his uh first strike plus his blood curse so that's an extra just one uh, necrotic damage but still um and he's using one hand so eight nine nine uh damage for the first attack he's gonna attack again 15 still hits so it's much better damage Okay, so he kills it, because even with this, an extra five. Uh, So he takes out his blade, and he just, with two two slices, almost in an X, the first of the podlings in front of him falls down. He sort of waves off the blood from uh, his blade to the ground, cleaning it off, and then smiles as he prepares to strike the next one. That's the end of Deckard's turn. Next is the Podlings. The Podlings are going to attack Deckard first. At 6 AC, he misses. One Podling up there is going to attack a guard. 7, he misses. The guards and the Podlings are just doing battle right now. One Podling there, attack a guard again. 12. Oh no, that misses. He's going to do a slam attack on you, Tyrannus, when he runs up to you. This is difficult terrain, but he's able to make it up. But he misses. 12, 12 AC, Tyrannus? That does not hit. Okay, that does not hit. Okay, the old uh, woman here at the fruit stall, she's going to start rattling and shaking her head back and forth
3: as she also transforms into a podling. I should say any of the podlings that are still within the circle that ended their turn there have to make a strength saving throw. Oh, really? Okay. Or else they're going to take the bludgeoning damage again. It's uh, 7 and 15. Uh, they both fail, so they will both take 8 bludgeoning damage. Good to know. They're still up, because there's, like, debris, like, flying around. This poddling down here is going to, uh,
1: jump forward. This civilian's just going to be so scared and back away, and it's just going to run up and attack you. Or you're up in the air, aren't you, Strahd? I am, ten feet. Okay, it's just going to attack this guard then instead. Natural one. Not doing so good. Uh, so there's one, two, three, four, five. Oh, I forgot this one also comes out of hiding, because there's no point in hiding anymore. It's going to uh, run forward here. And with the guards gone, it's going to leap up to attack Lady uh, Serena. 15 to AC. It strikes Lady Serena for five bludgeoning damage. Sort of falls back as Lady Ashbury takes out her sword. Okay. Uh, that's the end of their turn. Now it's the body taker plant's turn. It's going to uh, just unleash on these fucking guards. 23 days. AC. Good. 13 days C. 10 days see Okay, this one guard with that damage. You see as it picks up one of the guards, crushes it within its vines, and just throws his broken, dead body to the side. And that's the end of the body taker plant's turn. So it has to make a strength saving throw. Now it has to make a strength saving throw. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Okay, that's a nine-strength saving throw. That's a fail, so it
2: takes seven bludgeoning damage. Oh. Okay, Strata, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, Strata kind of in the air, getting a top-down sort of vantage point on all of this. He is going to drop a fairy fire right there, just sort of getting the... Um, body taker plant and the two closest um, Mm -hmm. podlings in it. So that's dexterity saves from all of them. I gotta uh, put this in the chat here. 10 and 12
1: for the podlings. Fails. Body taker plant is a natural 20. Oh
2: gosh. With a minus one too. It
1: was a minus one but got a nat 20. I'm gonna say it gets uh, a vine lash off against uh, one of these guards. What did you do? It's all my fault. (laughs) 28 slashing damage. The guard dies. <laughs>
3: I killed him. It kills.
1: What it, on my hand. Yeah, that's the way it goes. It just, once again, just picks up the guard, tosses him aside. And now there is a clear path um, to Lady Serena.
2: Okay. You would see then the crystalline uh, outline around these uh, the two uh, uh, pots crystalline outline yeah because they failed okay there's no damage nope it's just uh, everyone gets advantage to hit on them until i keep concentration. gotcha okay cool that does help so and
1: the body taker plant too or no no not the body taker plant okay um is that the end of your
2: turn or are you gonna move um i am gonna move just kind of into the alley a little bit that we okay had the initial meeting and that's it
1: okay
3: next is tyrannis Oh, and for the record, uh, Owl's wisdom is gone. Right. So, Trannis is going to cast uh, Lightning Bolt once again at a fifth level, straight through, so that he hits those three podlings and yep. the the body taker plant. Okay. Nice. They all have to make a uh, dexterity save. So, podling six dex save,
1: fifteen dex save, and the body taker plant is a nine dex save.
3: Those all fail. Okay. And what Tyrannus is going to do, because why not? Uh, he's going to use his channel divinity to deal max damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. On that. So that's going to be, let's see what it is. At, it's level 10d6. So that'll be 60 lightning damage to all of them. 60? Six zero. Max damage. Okay. <laughs> Tyrannus.
1: How do you kill the body taker plant?
3: Tyrannus sees that the guards in front of Lace Arena have been taken out, so he goes for one, one just grand slam. He holds out his glaive, and just, he, he, like, almost uses, like, the Storm Sphere's energy. He, like, draws on that, and you just see him, like, charging his glaive, and then he just unleashes this, like, churning a lightning bolt that just like zaps straight through all the podlings and the body taker plant and just like disintegrates them.
1: Yeah. And uh, as you do this, you guys would uh, just hear the screeching of the body taker plant, which then slowly rolls out of this lightning storm. Its body just swirling back and forth. And it's reaching its vines forward, attempting to grasp at Lady Serena. Serena. And then it just falls down in a big pile of goo. (sniffs) One by one, the podlings just immediately just keel over and fall into their own piles of goo, including the one in front of that attack Lady Serena. And one by one, they all just die and disappear.
3: When in doubt, Lightning Bolt.
2: You're just gonna hear. uh, Nice shot, Teranis. I settle on the ground. That was the plan, right? Nailed it.
1: <laughs> Lady
2: Ashbury, holding her sword,
1: is comforting Lady Serena. Lady Serena just sort of stands up. I'm okay. I'm alright. I'm alright. Right. And she again looks back at you, Tyrannis, giving you that look. Lady Ashbury, uh, she's her blade. Um, as the guards immediately run to the. The Lady of Briarcliff. My Lady, are you okay? Why, yes. I believe I am. Ah, My, by the gods. You there! Dragon Ball! My Lady. The crowds are, are sort of just coming out of their huts now and everything. Some of them are like... A little bit startled, they're looking around. You. And then she looks up to the sky and
2: sees you, Strata. And you, you can fly. Settle onto the ground and uh, kind of do a deep bow, and uh, say, "I can do a great many of things, my lady."
1: Well, I must say, I'm eternally grateful for your aid what are your names
3: my name is Tyrannus and I am a member of the
1: the six yes indeed yes I have heard word of your group and the accomplishments you've made you have made many allies in the Isles rejoice my people and thank you these two, for their efforts in saving me and all of you from that disgusting attack on our lands, and attempt on my life. For that we are grateful, Six. To the Six, she says, and the crowd starts cheering. Yeah! To the Six! The Six! The Six! The Six! To the Six! Lady Ashbury looking down with her red eyes, looks down at you, Tyrannus, from, because they're up in the car, uh, carriage above you. He looks down at you now, Strata, that you landed, superhero landed on the ground. I do not see six of you. I count only two. Unless the owl bear is
2: part of that. Things have been a little bit complicated hmm. recently, but it is a name, and the name has stuck. Oh, kinda block of eyes of Tyrannus. You guys would notice that Deckard is nowhere to be
1: seen. As soon as the fight was over, he seems to have scurried away. Well thank you again. And wherever the other members of your party are, I insist that you all join us in a few days' time at the Grand Ball. I know many lords and ladies that would love to meet you and hear your war stories. <laughs>
3: Big smile, just beaming. <laughs> we would appreciate that very greatly, my lady. And then one of the guards, My
1: lady, are you hurt? I saw you be struck. It's no big deal. This isn't the first time someone's tried to kill me. It killed my whole family. You think they were ever going to stop? Speaking of, perhaps... You two and your party could assist with that. You see... I don't believe that my family being killed was was driven by passion. Somebody wanted to take out my lineage. Sure, this ball is going to be for my fifth year as leader of these lands. I do believe getting the lords and ladies all in one room together would be quite advantageous. Perhaps we can discuss later on how you two could help me find who's been trying to take me out, Hmm?
3: It is certainly something we could discuss in private.
2: Indeed. Oh, I'm so excited. What will I bear? Uh, Yes, we will, um... Yes, we will help you out with these troubles. I think... (laughs) And you will be eating and
1: drinking for free the whole time you're on Briarcliff. It's the least I can do. The inn is yours to use to your leisure. Give them the finest room. You see that woman at the fish stand. Ah, fuck. Aye, yes, Lady Serena. Thank you, madam. Well, come on then, I give you... Welcome to the Creepin' Vine, she says as she goes inside. <laughs> Sally is uh, uh, in a quiet taste, but uh, she's a great innkeeper. Um, I, d- I do thank you once again for saving me, and I'll keep in
3: touch with you, Tyrannus. Your abilities are a wonder. As with all things, the tempest guides my hand.
0: Oh... "'I figured that
1: would be your answer. "'Well, I won't keep you. "'And, as you can see, <laughs> Lady Ashbury is already a bit frustrated "'that I've left myself open for another assassination attempt, "'so I should really go and uh, lock myself in my castle for at least a few days. "'But I will see you at the ball, and please make sure you bring the others.' Do our best. Of course. Goodbye, six. And then she sits down and waves her hand to the guards. On that way. And you see as the uh, carriage turns and then goes riding up the street towards the castle. People begin surrounding you and thanking you for saving them.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. It's the crowds are there. The least we can do. Please, we have we had a long day.
1: Yeah, Strata, you bump into uh, Deckard behind you. Well, that went quite well, didn't it? Didn't go badly. You see,
3: I told you your name carries weight, Tyrannus. So it does. I wonder, are there more of these creatures hiding beneath the city?
1: It is a curious thing. We were told they were all taken care of. Who is sending them? Who has the power to control a body taker plant? Who has access to poisons so potent and assassins so smart they could assassinate a royal family? These are questions we should sleep on. I agree, Strata. It is late, isn't it? We've done a lot today. Aye, and that's another notch in your belt, Tyrannus. Soon they'll be singing your praises past the Isles of Umbra. Hell, they'll be hearing about you in Ettenvale.
3: The elves will have songs about you. (laughs) I care not for praise. And yet
1: praise is what you need because that is what will give you the power and influence to change the world's fate. Either way, I'll leave you to your beds and, uh, I'm gonna sleep in my tent side. I much prefer it. Let us reconvene, perhaps, in the morning or something like that. Suddenly, Tyrannus, your sending stone, begins to buzz.
3: Trans would take it out. Hello? Bo- Bonnie, is that
0: you? I really have no idea who has theirs anymore. But here it is. Ben is dead. Why? because no one is true to their word. We were supposed to be friends. A family. But instead? What happens? Rasuan? three, You guys just leave without even a goodbye. Tyrannus? And Strata? You're just cowards. We fought them all. And we killed them all. Then took so many out at once. And we won. He fought like a true hero, but you guys just ran away. He would have been alive if we were all together. We were never supposed to run away from each other. We promised we would each help. Ben has put his mission aside so many times to help all of you with, the, with yours. And when he needed you the most, you refused. This is unforgivable. I can't be a part of that anymore. I can't, I can't be a part of the Six. I'm going my own way. Tyrannus and Strata, you better hope our paths never cross again. Trust me, it won't be pretty. Well,
2: you two have a good night. As Deckard walks away. Yes, we will meet tomorrow. I'm sure of it. Good night. Tyrannus, is that the stone?
3: Tyrannus kind of collapses on the street just kind of looking down holding the stone in his hands
2: what is it?
0: but
3: you you go on without me I just need some time to think
2: everything okay
3: Trance would look up to Strata and you would see tears forming in his eyes and he would say no no things are very very not okay no so Zoe wraps into you it would appear that Benjamin is dead I don't know what the fate of Belgarath is but Bonnie is Bonnie is lost she's cast aside all association with us. I don't know what to do.
2: Aranis, I'm, I'm... so sorry. Come, we must... We must get inside. Sit down on... A comfortable chair. In our rooms in private. We will figure out our.
3: Duranus just silently gets up and walks into the inn and Strata
1: follows inside you go into the creeping vine inn a warm hearth is there the um, innkeeper, uh, Sally uh, hands you uh, a thick brass key to the luxury suite upstairs where you both enter and stay the night. And that's where we're going to end this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow us on all social media at Stubborn Heroes. Go to stubbornheroes.com, go to our merch shop, all that stuff. And yeah. Y'all thought I was going to bring Ben back, but no, he's dead. And Until next time. Bye. Goodbye Bye (laughs) Close my eyes (laughs) Only for a moment And the moment's gone